Hello and welcome to Mike Vetch. I'm going to cover a uh, familiar topic or topics uh, this session. Apologize for not tuning in for a few days. I've been somewhat busy, somewhat not, but here we are. So things keep ramping up and amping up, right? The amps are getting dialed in and things are getting ramped up even more. It's no mistake that the that the word amp is in ramp, <laughs> I guess. Um, so where we are is we're in a slight lull, like Portland, Seattle, some of these cities still have things going on, Portland has stuff I think going on every night. But here's, you know, and in prior sessions, obviously, multiple sessions I've been talking about the issue of pogroms coming and specifically coming to New York City, starting there. And then um, I think I've mentioned before, I think that Chicago will be next. And then after that, it's a crapshoot as to what cities follow, probably L.A. in some regard. But L.A. is a little more difficult because everything's so spread out. Of course, you have neighborhoods where there's more, um, where there are more Jews living. And there's certainly targets that can be made. But it's just a more difficult, uh, maybe it's even better because tactically and strategically, it's, it's harder for a police force to cover that territory um, and, you know, to intervene. Um, but um, at least in L.A., people, um, you know, can be armed um, in, I think, all of L.A. County. And so that's a positive, but um, still ominous. I just don't know if L.A. is the right, you know, I'm not, I'm not, uh, not saying it's not, but it might be a little more difficult than, say, Chicago or New York, which is a much smaller uh, geographical or t- topographical uh, footprint. Um, as I've said, there's a lot of perfect storms being created in both those cities, but I really focus much more on New York. It's a place I'm more familiar with, and it's where more of, I think, more of the uh, incitement's coming from and directly from the mayor, from the top down. Um, ignorance and literally ignoring by the governor what's going on, him not addressing it. Um, and no Jewish leaders expressing their uh, concern uh, or even being proactive. Um, do I know everything going on in all the Jewish communities behind the scenes? Of course not. Uh, I'm not omniscient, and I don't have that uh, that bird's eye view. And um, but my 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 hunch tells me that there's I'm sure you know. Dozens of Jews that are, you know, not legally armed in New York. They have weapons in their homes, maybe even on their person. Could be a knife, could be something more, could be a firearm. Sure. Um, The part that doesn't work well is whether armed illegally or legally, right? Um, uh, In the boroughs, certainly you can't have, as far as I know, any kind of weapon, I know that in Nassau County, you can have a shotgun for home defense. A sidearm or a firearm is extremely difficult to get a license for. There is no concealed carry permit. There is no um, 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 outside carry, outside the waistband carry. Um, So there's only a few, you know, maybe a few hundred people in the entire, all the boroughs that are legally armed, whether those people are in law enforcement or they're in security in some way, or they there are special dispensations, as far as I understand, for people that are carrying money, right? You're, you're, every day you close up your shop, your jewelry shop, 
your restaurant, and you can apply because you're making you're you might be making money drops or or handling large amounts of money, or maybe even there's the there, the, the dispensation allows for someone who's going to be closing up, and you're even if the money's staying in the restaurant or in a safe, um, um, you know there's a dispensation for that. Um, but but regardless, there, there are there are certain dispensations uh, along those lines. But again, we're talking about what a few hundred people in all of the boroughs who are going to be basically in those moments guarding their families. It's not enough to uh, even a person with a weapon, right, can potentially be overtaken by by multiple people. Again, I'm not putting a number on it. Depends upon the specific situation and what's going on. Um, fire can overcome someone with firearms. Okay, if you're going to burn someone out of their place, um, right? Bullets can't stop fire. If someone has an incendiary or chemicals to make that fire travel faster or uh, burn hotter. Um, we even saw in Lebanon, in Beirut, what happened. Obviously, that was a stockpile of ammonium. What was it? ammonium nitrate? I think it's called. Um, but what could someone do with a smaller amount of things, you know, uh, making Molotov cocktails, um, explosions, IEDs, okay, right? These are all things that are possible. We saw what happened in Chicago, a few, uh, I think it was just, what, a week and a half ago, where the mayor uh, uh, pulled up all the bridges so that the, supposedly, so that the uh, rioters and looters cannot go further downtown. Uh, I think that, that was um, gaslighting, and I think that was a lie. I think she pulled up the bridges to, again, these are all tests. They're prodding, they're testing. What will happen if we do this? Let's set a precedent. Oh, we're pulling up the bridges for looters, but next time it'll be that people are looting, but they're also murdering, which has been happening anyway. But I'm talking about murder on a scale that we haven't seen, and murder specifically seeking out certain people, going to conservatives' houses, people being doxxed, finding Jews, going mezuzah hunting. Again, all possible, all strategic, all tactical, all can be shared on networks, on um, scrambled networks, via maps. This group's going to set out with 10 people to go to this person's house. We're going to set their front door on fire. We're going to go in. We're going to rape them. Again, it sounds crazy and it sounds nuts, but the anti-Semitism and the thing, the Jew hate, I don't really call it anti-Semitism, the Jew hate that's going on are, is at such unprecedented levels. It is, it's abhorrent. It's spreading faster than the Nazis ever could have hoped for. When the Nazis were spreading their propaganda, they had to basically do it via print material, radio, television, which was really still, I mean, basically in its infancy, right? Like, I mean, television came out, I think, in the 90s, um, in, it was initially in homes and we're talking, you know, dozens or hundreds or thousands of homes, right? Um, in the in the night, I think it was 1920 something, in 1922, 1929. I probably should Google it, but um, but but in the 20s, and again, you're not talking about, um, you know, uh, hundreds of millions of people having TV, but they were spreading the and they were spreading it at rallies and spreading it through through the people who were brainwashing, who were being brainwashed, and then brainwashing. Other people, word of mouth, rat on your neighbor, okay? We're seeing that, rattling your neighbor about COVID, rattling your neighbor about uh, dox them if they say something, rattling your neighbor if they say something to you sensitive and then you can you know where they work, so call up and tell someone at work and then they, they won't know it's you or who cares, I'll tell their job, I'll tweet it out and I'll tag their boss, right? Like, it's this turning on each other. It's fomenting the race card, the race riots, the race division, 
okay, blaming people for uh, white supremacy, right? Um, blaming people for uh, slavery, people who were never slaves, who never, and people who never owned slaves here in this country uh, in this year, 2020. Yet real slavery is happening around the world. Sex slave, sex slaves, the child uh, uh, sex slave trade, uh, black slaves in Libya, black slaves in other parts of Af Africa, North Africa, in certain Muslim countries, blacks are um, at least the second class citizens, the caste system around the world, certainly in India, um, the uh, Pakistan, the um, the slave or the detention camps that are going on, the Uyghurs in China. It's happening all over the world, and America is the one place where we really don't have that, and yet people are saying that we have that. And so it's just, it's basically a, a global attempt to subjugate America, one of the last remaining free countries on earth, with an actual constitution, with a bill of rights, with a codified affirmation that being born into this world, you are afforded certain rights that the government then um, is saying, is, is codifying and putting in writing. You're born and you have these rights. This is not the government bestowing the rights on us. The, 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 the rights are considered from birth. They're considered human rights for being a human. You're born a human, you have a certain right more than a hippopotamus, okay? I mean, hippopotamus might be might be protected under a certain law. They may be an endangered species, but that is humans ascribing that right as an endangered species to the bald eagle, to the hippopotamus, to the snow-spotted leopard. Okay, but as a human, when you're born, and I'm not going to get into abortion and all that. That's a whole other thing, and it's sick and it's twisted, and and we're just killing babies at a rate that is 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 it's beyond comprehension. It's nauseating. But I don't want to get too deep down that rabbit hole. But the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, codify the fact that when you're born into this world, you have a right, you have rights. And obviously, as a baby, we can't express those rights. It takes us a lot of time to build up the communication skills and the ability and the physical abilities and the context and the awareness and the intelligence and the wisdom and the learning to understand uh, where we are in this world. And, and, our, and that we, we have the ability to speak and congregate and worship and defend ourselves and a whole number of other rights um, that are inherent in our existence. This is not a matter of um, the government giving and taking them away. The reason that I'm kind of harping on the Jew haters because we see time and time again, not every single instance, but when there's a massive conflagration within a country or outside of a country, okay, uh, meaning a global war or an outside skirmish with another country, uh, and anywhere in the world, I'm not talking about America, or we see a global scale, or we see an internal division, like a civil war. Wherever Jews are in the diaspora, it's not good for them. Um, it it winds up coming out. When the right and the left squeeze, Jews bleed. Okay? Now, I, sorry, my fridge is making weird noises. So, I, I'm not saying that Jews are the only people that get squeezed. Here, it looks like it's going to be Jews. It's going to be conservatives. It's going to be Republicans. It's going to be women, certainly. Children are going to take the brunt of this. Um, when things like this happen, the weak are the most vulnerable. 
disabled people, elderly, as we already saw in New York, a murder of at least 6,000 people. The numbers may be as high as double that, but New York is hiding them. Why are you hiding them if you said you did the whole right thing? Why won't you have an audit if you did the right thing? Who were those people that died? Guess what I would say? Probably mostly Jews and people, other people of color. Jews and other people of color. Poor people, okay, who were in those hospitals, maybe not all. There may be people that are at, you know, look, nursing homes can be expensive. It depends what nursing homes they were coming from. But, uh, so, you know, there are some that are like, what, state or, or, or um, state institutions, some that are private. So it may have been a mixed bag of the people, but the people that probably suffered the most were, um, were um, people that were of color, Jews who are elderly and poor. I don't know the demographics. None of us do because the data is not being shared. I am uh, I'm very convinced that bad violence is coming to America as we get closer and closer to the election. And people seem to think that it's all going to calm down because they're going to get tired. They're not getting tired. We see how hard and how tireless President Trump works. They, just like he does, he has an army of people working with him. They also have armies of people working with and for them. They're not going to tire. They're going to keep coming. And even if he wins, they're going to keep coming. And then we're going to be looking forward through the next four years. And then when that term comes to an end, what's going to happen? Because they're patient. They use, like I've said, Sharia and Takiyah tactics... That's part of this entire thing. Is it is it is grounded and has as its core Sharia. Anyone who doesn't see that doesn't have to, but it is. It's Sharia Marxism. It is Islam is leftist Islamo fundamentalism. Whatever use whatever name you want to call it. Sharia and overall is Islamic rule over America would have much the same tom or taste would have much the same reality as Sharia. It'll just be a combination of them. Socialism um, and persecution of anyone they don't like. Uh, persecution meaning not just beatings and cuttings and rapes, but like murder. Coming to your door, shooting in the head, taking your stuff, raping your kids. This is what they want to happen. I'm not saying that they're going to be successful. This is the intent. Um, and so now I've been more and more convinced. I don't know if I mentioned this in a prior podcast. I think I, I, think I did mention actually previous in uh, session 31, um, it's looking more and more likely that there are very high-ranking people in the military. I'm talking three-star generals. I don't know what what it takes to be a four-star, but three, maybe four-star, two-star generals. But those are, those are high-ranking people in the Army, um, sergeant majors, master sergeants, who knows who's been compromised. Like I've said before, Every strata of society right now is infected with this virus of hating Trump and wanting the world to be a pedophile sex slave ring ruled by Sharia where Jews and whites and people who are not dark enough get murdered every day whenever anyone has a whim. Um, So um, I think that they're going to attempt something. Uh, whether, I, I think it's impossible that Trump doesn't win this election. I think they're going to try and claim that he didn't and that he committed fraud. They have they have stories ready and waiting to go on November 3rd, before November 3rd, November 1st. They have everything lined up. The media has the stories already ready to go. 
whether they've been actually typed out completely or outlined or whatnot. I don't know. I'm not privy to that. They have every single day planned over the next 83 days, 80 days. I don't even know how many days it is until November and after November. And they're going to make a claim that Trump is illegitimate and he didn't win the election by whatever X, Y, Z, A, B, C means. These are people that I honestly think are so diabolical, they would implode a nuclear bomb over a major American city to win. They would do what happened in Beirut. In fact, it happened in Beirut with Hezbollah, and I would not be surprised if, um, one, Hezbollah has such a setup, maybe not quite as large, in multiple American cities. And I wouldn't be surprised if several things could happen with that. One, Hezbollah decides to do something, but I think Hezbollah is also being controlled by the people who give them the money. I could see it happening. Hezbollah taking credit because Hezbollah doesn't give a fuck about anything. And really, it's the Democrats. And then the Democrats blame Trump and his Department of Homeland Security and his ineptitude and blah, blah, blah. And they blow up Minnesota or Dallas or San Antonio or Sacramento or it doesn't really matter. But you have ten, at least tens of thousands of deaths and dislocated people um, and obviously a travesty on our hands. Maybe they do multiple cities at once. And Hezbollah, you know, becomes the new, you know, combination of Taliban, ISIS and, uh, and um, you know, whatever. Taliban, ISIS, PLO, I don't I mean, who's the biggest, baddest uh, terrorist group we've ever seen? I don't know. So... Um, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see them do something catastrophic. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see a military coup at least attempted. I'm sure that Trump is, is you know, advocating for his teams to, to, to think of all the possible scenarios. I'm not sure how you put in safeguards. I'm obviously not the president of the United States, and there's obviously certain things that he probably can do, but how do you know? You know, um, you know, are there people in the Joint Chiefs of Staff that are compromised? What about the NSA? What about, like, it's, it's scary. I haven't even talked a little bit about uh, the video by uh, Millennium Molly. Molly, um, I just banked out her name. The Things They Don't Want You to See, which was released on YouTube. They went and arrested her yesterday and are charging her with felony, a whole number of felony charges. I, have not, I don't have an update right now on what's going on with her, obviously. I think she's awaiting to see a judge Monday. Um... So we'll find out what happens with that. Obviously, they're trying to shut her down and stop her. Um, or maybe they're trying to murder her. Maybe they're just going to murder her in jail, which would be absolutely horrifying and terrifying, but don't put it past them. Um, let's not forget that Seth Rich and um, Anthony Scalia were murdered. The same people that are doing all this stuff murdered Seth Rich and Anthony Scalia because they thought they were going to win and they were going to appoint their judge. Okay. Um, the tweets about the Jews are getting worse and worse. The videos about the Jews are getting worse and worse. There was a big, I think, London or uh, London, uh, UK, London-based uh, star of some sort. I, I don't pay attention to a lot of times who these people are because I really don't give a fuck. Um, they're nothing to me. It's just them inciting, so I have to be prepared. But they don't mean anything to me. I'm not. I don't really care about writing an article or or tweeting at them. I don't care. It's a waste of my time. I already waste too much time with the social media stuff. But but um, and it's down to a fraction of what it used to be. But I don't really care who they are. I just know that they have reach. And she was already saying that um, 
that uh, Nick Cannon going with you know to to the uh, to to learn about the Holocaust and Judaism and this and that. She's like, that's him. That's him and his people going and him his little clique. She's like, we don't we're not on board with that. So you know now they'll cancel Nick because he you know isn't going by the party line or what you know who knows. I don't even know. If he's genuine, if he is, did he realize that they're going to come after him? Is he going to now backtrack? Right? There's just so many people dropping all these hints and insightful, hateful comments that are blaming Jews. Now, I saw a video, I think it was Portland, it may have been Seattle, where this group of BLM, it doesn't look like they're that huge, but this group of BLM is in a, uh, what appears to be a, you know, a middle class or affluent neighborhood, and they're yelling up to the windows of people and making a lot of noise that we're coming for you. You should give up your house because um, because um, you know uh, other people once lived here, and this was all built on the backs of slaves, which you know isn't really true about Seattle. I mean, it is indigenous land. Um, you know where where Seattle's named after uh, Chief Seattle, right? Of a of a of a tribe. Okay, a lot of our cities are so. Um, they're saying you got to leave, and that we're, we're going to come back, and we're coming for you, which basically means we're going to come back, just like they did in Rwanda, and we're going to burn you, and we're going to machete you, and we're going to shoot you in the fucking face. That's what they're saying. In New York, it's very easy for someone to say the same thing and immediately conjure up the image of the Jew as the landlord, the landowner, the uh, and the people are just serfs working on the landlord's land. Who made the Jews lord? They think that they're lords. They think that they're, you know, God themselves better than anyone. Jesus died for our sins. Who knows? Who knows what people will say next? And by the way, when I say Jesus died for our sins, I'm not implicating Christians in, in, this, um, in this scapegoating, but traditionally through time, we have seen that, um, that Christians have invoked the uh, replacement theory, which is that they are the, basically replacing the Jews as God's chosen people, right? Because Jesus did die for the sins, and that has spread to other um, ideologies and spin-offs and groups. And there's plenty of churches that are violently uh, Jew haters and would uh, join, um, you know, the Nation of Islam or the Black Hebrews or anyone else or the KKK in murdering Jews and putting Jews up on an actual cross like the Eucharist. I mean, I'm not kidding. This is what some people want to do. Um, so it's obviously all of our individual responsibility to make sure they don't, by whatever means necessary. Uh, people are still asleep. They think it's not going to happen or that there's no chance. Uh, people are mistaken. It does not take a lot for um, horrible bloodshed and violence to be perpetrated. Uh, a little bit of incitement, a little bit of lies, a little bit of fake news, a little bit of a Jew just shot a little child in Brooklyn, right? Or just ran them over, right? Like Crown Heights riots back in, what was it, 92, 93? I mean, you didn't really need much to get, to get, you know, tens of thousands of people out on the streets. And, um, and there was a murder. There was a murder during that. Yanko Rosenbaum, a, an Australian student studying in New York. I think he was 19 years old and he was killed. Stab. So, um, it's the same thing we're seeing now. That was just a litmus test for 30 years later. What's going on? Same thing. Same people. Same powers that be. They've just grown. They've been patient. They've been infiltrating. They're, they've infiltrated the courts. They've infiltrated the libraries. They've infiltrated the, the, the Department of Sanitation. They've infiltrated 
you know, here, like what happens when you're sanitation workers? I'm not picking up your stuff. You're a Jew, you're white, you're Irish, you're Catholic, you're this, you're that. What are you going to do? What do you do with your garbage? You can't leave it there. It'll fester. You, I mean, it'll just, you'll have too much of it. Most people make too much garbage, right? So there's, it's just every strata of society has been infected. I feel like the military is going to try and step in and do something horrible. I feel like um, um, the blue line is dissolved and maybe or maybe not they would help. And I feel that um, dangerous times, unfortunately, are coming, in, certainly in certain pockets of the country. Um, places that get very cold in the winter will be even worse off. And um, I think we've seen some of their tactics, techniques, strategies, and philosophy already deployed. And when you watch, it was taken down from YouTube, uh, Millennial, Mo Millennial Millie, sorry, I said Molly. Millennial Millie, and I'm forgetting her last name, but Millennial Millie has been, I think she was, I think she might have been taken off Twitter, I'm not sure, but definitely her YouTube video was taken down. I wonder how many views it had. I'm glad I got, glad I got it in last night or this morning to watch it. I don't know how, it was like maybe an hour and a half, and it's haunting, and she's interviewing former, like, special operations digital warfare people, people that are, you know, manipulating social media and doing things that we've all known are being done, but we figured it was being done to, like, heads of state of other countries, other, you know, special ops forces for other countries, um, things like that, not to regular American folk and American people. And it's happening. It's going on. It's been going on for a while, and I'm convinced ever more that Facebook and Twitter and many of these platforms, maybe not all of them, are government fabricated, meaning they're government built and they were built for a specific reason and they've been doing their job brilliantly. And I still remember like years ago when I first got on Facebook um, and I was like, what is this? Obviously it was in its infancy, but I was like, why do I want to be on here? Like, what? I don't understand. I didn't get the concept. And then it became about family and friends and connecting and I was kind of alone in, in you know, where I was living um, unfortunately, and so I was using it to tap in, and then, you know, I've also been, um, you know, one of, I don't want to say victim, but I've also been been um, deceived or fell into the trap. So, um, they know everything about us, they can, they own our information, think about it, they own my images, because they've shut down my profiles before, so they have all that information, they're using it, they may even... They may be using it now. They may be using my image, you know, and I, and I can't search Facebook for it. I don't know. I could be under the name, you know, Andre Volkolov, and like, I, and I would never even know to search for that. But they could be using my image for that. Why would they use my image? I don't know. There's all different reasons. Okay. I, I you know, at, at, at minute nine, I was watching the clock, and I was like, oh, I'm going to be able to, like, wrap this up finally at, like, minute 11, which has not happened in a while. But obviously, I've gone uh, a ton longer, and I've gone off on a few different... Um, short tangents about a few different things. But um, the digital war that can be waged against us, most of us do not have an ability to fight back about uh, against that. Even if we have an ability to fight back with, let's say, bullets or knives and things like that, um, right? Because you, you don't, you don't, you know, there's the elite skilled people that obviously are at a level that most of us are not going to be able to contend with. But if you're just talking about regular police forces or, or regular folk, you know, coming for someone or coming to try and, you know, uh, detain you or arrest you or imprison you or kill you, um, even someone with just basic experience can potentially defend themselves. That's the beauty. It's always good to practice. It's always good to become proficient. 
But even if we practice a lot, we're not proficient. Most people, if you can, you know, uh, put a bullet on a target reasonably well, you can put a bullet on a person, um, maybe even a moving target. But regardless, if someone's going to step through your door, they're not really, they don't really have much room to operate. And most people can, can defend their space, even if they're eventually going to be overtaken or overwhelmed. Um, they can inflict damage, and that may be a deterrent. That said, in the digital space, there are many, many people that operate in the dark web, and they can hack and can do a lot of things, but I don't feel that that's the majority of the population, and I do feel that many, many more people can physically uh, inflict harm than can um, stop uh, a digital a di digital warfare, is my point. Um, it's unnerving. It's very concerning what's going on. It's beyond concerning. It's terrifying. It's really terrifying that this country, that we've all, like, everything was going so well for the people. Everything was going as good as it could possibly go in 2020, right? From 20, 2019, not even going to go back to 20, 20, 2016, 2017, 2018. I mean, obviously things weren't going as well as they could because the government was totally inept with these idiots. And by the way, Republicans, there are so many Republicans that are part of the swamp, they haven't even been revealed yet. They are totally part of this insanity. And so, yes, we're not going to vote for Democrats, but we need to also be careful where we cast our vote. We might, you know, it, 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 we shouldn't put some of these people back in. Um, I'm not sure what the answer is there. I mean, we need more, more good people running for office. But, um, but I do want to say in closing that... Um, that um, things were going so well for the people. I mean, the stock market was doing great. Jobs were doing great. Um, um, you know, what else? I mean, uh, things were humming along. You know, Trump's been working on this, uh, this Israel-UAE thing probably for a very long time, so he knew that that was coming at some point. Would it have come sooner? Would it have come later? I don't know. But, like, you know, good announcements, working on prison reform. Um, working on uh, getting uh, getting the farmers, working on industry coming back here, jobs for people that previously have not had access to professional mobility or let's say workplace mobility, um, um, funding you know uh, the um, the historically black colleges. Um, there's just so many things that, that that were being done, lowering drug prices, a lot of a lot of economic things. Rebuilding the military, bring but rebuilding the military, but also bringing the military home from countries that aren't paying, uh, pushing back against uh, against the World Trade Organization, all these things, and this is why it happened. This is exactly why it happened. The globe does not want a strong, independent America. It's haunting that these people they're they're so backwards, they're so caught up in their tribal Neanderthal mentality, and I'm talking about all of them. I don't care from Asian, from China, to 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 the. Caucasians of Russia to the Irish to the to the um, you know to the uh, what do you call it? the uh, the wasps of uh, of England. I mean, they're all all. I'm, I'm not talking about Americans that are Irish and British and English and and Chinese, or whatever. I'm talking about the people in their respective countries and the leaders who are so weak and so so disturbed that a strong America is bad for the world. It's so mind-boggling. And they probably thought the same thing in 1776 when they were getting their asses kicked. And this hate for America has never waned. It's never waned. And, and we've come to save the world on so many occasions and paid with our blood, paid with our lives, paid with our money.
because we want a better world because we know that we live in liberty and we live in freedom and we want that. I don't believe in nation building. I don't believe in forcing it on people and cultures that are not ready for it, but they have to know that they can't fuck with us. Like, fine, fight your war, your skirmish. You're not gonna, we will come in to protect innocent people uh, from your persecution and we will fuck you up if you continue to do the things that are not okay, right? That's fine. But, I mean, is it like a jealousy? Is it a shame? Is it, I don't know. It's hard to understand. And um, this, this is a glow. This is, a, this is basically World War III, what, what's being waged now. It's not being done with atomic bombs, and I hope that that's not what comes to be. It's not being done with, um, it's not being done with, uh, with armies just yet, and maybe it won't be, but it's being done on the ground in every strata of society, inflicting enormous damage to our institutions, inculcating and brainwashing our youth, and um, I hope that we're able to rise up and stop it and put an end to it and squash it. But we have to understand that even if that does happen, they're going to come back. They're slithering little slitherers, like the snake, like the nachash. We need to be careful, we need to be aware, we need to be on guard, we need to carry. Thanks for listening. If you're in New York, get out. If you're in Chicago, get out. And I'll be back sometime soon. Thanks so much. Be well, be safe, be armed.